So, you ready to start a podcast? Well, Spotify for Podcasters is the absolute perfect solution. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters. They make it super easy to record and edit right from your computer. And not only that, it lets you distribute your content everywhere and even earn cash. And the best part, it's absolutely free. You literally have no excuse. So I suggest you go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters and start creating today. You know, dating a guy that had a, had a child in his life. Preference-wise, yes. Yeah. Oh, that was your oh, preference. Oh, yeah, actually, wow, okay, okay. Yeah. Give us some Why detail so? behind that. Um, because I knew that he could understand what I had going on versus dating somebody who doesn't have kids and who's like, every weekend, let's go do this. And I'm like, well, nah, mm. I got my baby at home. I can't just get up and leave because you want to go hang out. That's not how that works. Mm-hmm. So I would just prefer to date somebody who knows what I have to deal with and who can understand what my struggles may be from time to time being a mom. Welcome to Harley Initiated, where real men talk real shit. Your host, Tyshawn Jackson, back live with another episode with my co-host, Ryan Catches. And today, I got the tough questions ready. Let's get we it. We got to yeah. dig in. Anytime we got to, we got to, we got to, well, I'll let you go ahead and do your thing. I'll let you go ahead and answer. Yeah, do my, let me do yeah, my yeah. thing, man, because we got these two beautiful, this beautiful brown couple <laughs> right here sitting on the couch. We ain't had a couple in a while, y'all. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, we ain't yeah. had a couple come spit some game in a while. So they're special. And I'm happy to be able to speak to these two. My good friend Dion here, Coopwood, mm-hmm. is gonna be here with his missus. <laughs> we got Mr. and Mrs. Coopwood here in Harley Initiated. Welcome to Harley Initiated. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Yeah, how just, y'all just, feeling? Just for the people, <laughs> just for the people. How long y'all been married, by the way? Three years. We've been married three. We've been together for 12. Yep. Damn, Damn. Dion, how you get away with that? That's indecisive. That you was a businessman. Well, right. <laughs> I, I let her answer the mad part when it comes to relations. I don't want to get nothing wrong. Okay, okay. <laughs> so it's so, okay. Been together for 12 years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Been married for three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was happening that first nine? What is that? Nine? Eight? Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah that. because you know, because so you I would start think off digging like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, see, we got to know that because yeah. it's it's some messages being put out there that yeah. if a man you know doesn't take you to the altar after the first you know two three, I hear like maybe a one even, two year rule going yeah, on. Yeah, then he really not serious. That's mm-hmm. not true. Okay, so tell that's, tell tell us about it. What what was it that you knew that even though you know Dion had not put a ring on it yet that he was still committed to you? The way he took care of me, like I knew deep down inside that he loved me. Um, like any other couple, we had our issues, but he really took care of me. So, yeah. And for and for nowhere. me, and for me, it was just like you know, I mean, just being transparent and honest. We wasn't, we didn't really like know like that. Like when we first met, she did say she was like, "You gonna be my husband," mm-hmm. and I'm like, "She just cra- she crazy as hell. <laughs> like she crazy." Because at the time, I was like, you oh, know. she I told was, you that. She I told me that, yeah. yeah. Wow, yeah. wow. She, that's, that's, first day? I think that was the first day, right? Probably, yeah. We typically, wow. we, we, we advise against that shit, ladies, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's dumb. That ain't no scalable <laughs> solution. Right there. <laughs> right? And so I just, I just thought, you know, at the time, I was, I was kind of like dating other people, and I thought she just was crazy. I'm like, well, listen, I'm dating right now. I'm just trying to figure out life. I'm, we young. We in our 20s. We young, man. We don't know what we're going to do, what direction we're going. I'm trying to secure my career and trying to figure out life and 
You know, she come with this, you gonna be my husband. I don't even know what being a husband means at this mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. But, you know, and so I was just like, hey, you know, I'm dating right now. And if you're gonna be the last one standing, cool. She's like, all right, I'm, yeah, I'm on that. So, um, last one standing. Last one standing. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it's a Royal Rumble or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cause, okay. cause when I was young, I was like, it was, it was, it was really a concept of being young and dumb. You just was doing whatever, however you want, whatever you want. And you know, we made a lot of mistakes and we've been through a lot. So t- when you say like been together 12 years, you know, and, and been married three years, this ain't, this ain't like no easy rodeo. You know, we, we've been through some stuff. Mm. Yeah. We've been through some stuff, bro. So, you know, so like, I mean, here's the thing. And, and, and you, uh, just for, for context, my man Dion is, is, is very successful. All right, we sitting here blessed in the presence of somebody who's produced millions of dollars in his lifetime and you somebody that is a rarity, you know what I'm saying, in the dating space, in the marketplace. And I think especially for men who are a certain status and who are successful, it's some extra vetting that got to go on, mm-hmm. right? Like you really got to make sure that you're not just making an emotional decision, but a business mm-hmm. decision, right? hmm and were you thinking like that, though, at that point in time in your life? Because I'm, I'm sure 12 years ago, you was a very different cat. Mm-hmm. Was that like one of the main things that slowed down or really made you very analytical in this process? Or was it just because of the place of life that you were in where you wasn't even ready for that? Um, I, I've always been a forward thinker, you know. And so I also follow the concept of, you know, you grow through what you go through. And so as I was going through things and growing at the same time, I was able to vet, you know, my wife who wasn't my wife at the same time during that time frame. Because if I was going through stuff, I'm trying to see, are you going to be there for me? If I'm going through, you know, financial hardship or dealing with stuff with my family, are you really there for me? Are you really like just making sure that I'm okay at any given time? And so like there will be times where like, and this is how I kind of knew you know, as I was on my way up to the top to achieve success, my wife has never, ever, 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 ever. Now, don't get me wrong. She likes spending money, <laughs> but she has never, ever really been about my money. Like she's always like, like, are you good type of asset? I got that more than the financial piece of things. Like, like I used to tell my wife, um, I'm like, I remember when we first got together, like if she was going to go to work, she was trying to figure out like, what were we doing? Like she was already trying to plan the day out to come back. Or like, I remember when I used to go out of town, every time I used to go out of town, she would cry. And it's like, bro, I'm thinking myself, like it ain't even that serious, bro. <laughs> like, but no, so now you get to, you get to really see that there, there's compassion and there's really love and there's really trust and there's really like, I'm in this for you. And so you get to watch somebody as you're growing, they're growing. And you get to watch somebody who is really there for you. And, I, and it's, it's crazy that you ask that question because that's one of the topics that is taking place within, you know, some of the groups that we're around where you got these high level, highly successful men and half of the group are single. Yeah. You got it. So you got a third of the group that's 100 percent single on the market. Yeah. You got a third that's in relations that they've been in for a while. And then you got a small portion that's married. And so it's just kind of like the unmarried people are like, what do I really do? You know, and so now you got, like you said, these high value men, they're struggling with committing mm-hmm. because it's like, do you really, are you really for me? Are you really with me for my money? You know, so that's a struggle. But for me, I, I had, I was fortunate enough to be able to, you know, just, just grow into the person that I am today um, and be with somebody who's been there with me kind of like, you know, say so they say shooting in the gym. And so she's, she's been there. She's been, she's, she can tell y'all she's been there 
when I acted a fool, when I was good and when I was bad, the good, bad and the ugly. So it's, 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 it's been a it's been a real, a real journey. I mean, so the guy should know now. I mean, like, shit, if you, you know, young, high status guy, all you got to do is just string along for nine years, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, that's the test, that don't bro. work for everybody. That don't work for everybody. And um, I wouldn't say I was strung along because we did break up for a year and a half. <laughs> See? Okay. So okay, we, okay. We took a year and a half off. And yep. when I say a year and a half, like we were, he was doing his thing. I was doing my thing. There was no communication. Um, and then at some point in time, we just came back together because there was nothing else. It was, no, what year was, was that? That wasn't, that wasn't what it was. Let me tell you, let me tell you, let me tell you how it really was. It wasn't what it was. Let me tell you how, let me tell you. what year was that? <laughs> so we broke up, we officially broke up in April of 2016 and we got back together October of 2017. Okay. So, so what, what happened? Tell how, what deep, happened? how deep was y'all in there? Was that was like year three of the relationship? Year no, three? that was like Five? Oh, y'all were, okay. That was, was, yeah, that was year five. We, 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 okay. we, we, yeah, wow. we, we were deep. Like, deep, deep. Because that's like, that's like when you get to the point where it's like, what are we going to do? Yeah. You really yeah, get, it, you really get was, to a point where you like, all right, so what's up? That's when people like normally start having like kids. Right. And like either the kids are make you going to break you or you start really going through hardships maybe. So once you get to like around that five year, you're like, yo, I've been knowing this person forever. So you get to a point where you say, either we're going to stay together forever or we just need to cut this off like cancer so we can survive. Like, yeah. I need to go, go. So we was at the point where we was just like, it was just like a lot of back and forth. The majority was just really me. I was just making a lot of mistakes as a young man growing into who he is and who he was going to be. And she was just like, I'm tired of it, but I'm out, bro. Mistakes meaning dating other women? Is that, is that mainly the mistake? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now, yeah. and just for context, both of you guys, when you met each other, you both had kids. Yes. Yep. So they've grown up together. Like, okay. she was... Two, he was one. So they both, they're both, um, their birthdays are in July, both of them. So she was turning three, he was turning two. So they've literally grown up together as brother and sister. Okay. Wow. So what was, what was that like for the kids when you guys took that time apart after being together for five oh, or so no, years? It was, it was hard. It was crazy. Wow. It was, it was hard. Just listening to the kid, like, yeah. where's mommy at? Like, yeah, it was. It was oh, hard. just go to just go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, so your so your kid was calling her mommy yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I can I can see how that can get real tricky, especially when you know separations. So I mean, let me ask you this: so you meet this young lady, she has a kid. But um, where are you, by the way, in in life right now? Like, where are you at financially as a man? Like, where were you? Were you were you making some money at this point? When I met my wife, yeah, with, yeah, I was doing, I was doing six figures, like low six figures at that time. Okay, okay, yeah. so you're doing low six figures. But but, but 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 catch this: when we got together, I think I was making was it twelve dollars an hour or something when we got together. Wow! Oh, oh, oh so when y'all first, when you first when, met, when we first mm-hmm. met, when we first met. So the the how we met was her mom was was one of my customers because I worked in the cell, cellular industry. I was selling cell phones. And so her mom was one of my like, you know, customers that I always take care of. She come pay the bill. I only want to see Dion. She loves you. She's I already know the story. Yeah, just, now you got to be my just, daughter. Just love me. That, she's like, you got to be my, she kept saying, you got to be my daughter. You going to like her. She fan as hell. I was just like, this, this, I think she's just lady crazy. She's just crazy. That's called a referral. Yeah, that's a referral. That's a referral. So I'm like, I'm like, this lady is crazy. She just always for like a year straight. She's like, you got to be my daughter. Then she came to show one day. I'm like, I'm like, who's that girl? And she's like, I told you who's going to like my daughter. 
came over there and I'm like, I'm like, yeah, you know, so I'm activating that phone. I'm like, can I get your number? The number on the screen. So I got your number. Meaning right, right, like, right. Really but she's like, no, I'll take your number because I'm with somebody. And if it don't work out, I'll call you. And I'm like, all right, cool. So I gave my number. Ladies, let her have that backup. Yeah. yeah, yeah let her yeah, have that yeah. backup. Just know, fellas. They always got a backup. They always got a backup. <laughs> so, so I'm on my manager type one day and a few months later and the phone rang and She's like, hey, I'm like, uh, hey, who is this? She's like, man, you remember the girl who? I'm like, oh, hey, y'all, I'm going on lunch. I'll be back. <laughs> I'm like, so it didn't work out. She's like, it didn't work out. I'm like, man, that's cool. So what, what we doing? What, what and you fellas, that's called a hot lead. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Wait, so so what, now, what was going on during that time? Like, did you, did your mom remind you about Dion or did you literally yeah. think, Think of him after the relationship. I thought of him afterwards. Wow, was that was like, a hell of an impression. Hmm, I ain't got nothing going on. Yeah, let me just go ahead and call him. I think that was like six months later or something like that. Yeah. Wow. But see now, yeah. see now. Here's the thing, though, because me personally, I just know how I feel. I just don't like dating women with kids personally. Just like that's just like almost like a big no no for me. I've tried to date one before. I remember one time I was on a date with her. Her baby daddy picked up. I think like. A, <laughs> I, 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 no, like no, like she is. She picked up the phone because her baby daddy called, oh, and like we was on a date, and it was something with the kids though. You know, like at first, at first, and then it kind of turned into her, I heard her say something like, "Don't worry about who I'm with." I'm like, "What?" And then, and, and then it started kind of turning to some something different, and I'm just kind of sitting there, and I, in my mind, I said. I ain't never doing this shit again. Yeah. <laughs> but you, you don't have kids though, right? Say it again? You, do you have kids? I don't have kids yet. Well, Not I would yet. understand that. Mm. Not yet. I could, I could really understand that. But see, well, see, that's why I want, I, I want to kind of get both of you guys' mindset on that. So, Dion first, right? You are in this place. You're this brother. You know, you not yet. You don't really kind of got it together yet, but I'm sure. Did you have, I'm sure you got this vision of where you want to go. Yeah. And clearly was a top salesman too. So. <laughs> he clearly was a top right. salesman. Was that something that you were concerned about? You know, when you met this beautiful young lady now and she presented that she also had a child now in her life, was that something that concerned you? Having a kid, nope. Mm-hmm. Because I, I, it, for me, it was more so kind of like, how can I complain about what's being brought to the table when I'm bringing the same thing? I got a kid myself. I mean, I think that we probably was both taking step-parent applications. You know, it's like, how am I going to, how am I going to say, yeah, I got kids, but I ain't trying to be with no woman with kids. Bro, that's crazy. Ain't that the, 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 the tea calling the kettle black? That's crazy. Okay. Nah, so I was just like, it was cool, you know, like whatever role I got to play. And I mean, and it's, and it's been a beautiful, uh, it's been a beautiful thing, you know, being able to be there for it, you know, him and, um, you know, playing that role all of these years. And now, because for me, it's like, I look at, like you said, looking at long term. That's something that he'll never, ever forget. You know, you can't forget that kind of stuff. Who was there for you and who took care of you and who raised you, you know? It's cool stuff, man. And Ms. Cooper, I'm, I'm assuming you you was open, you were as well open to, you know, dating a guy that had a, had a child in his life. Preference-wise, yes. Yeah. Oh, that was your oh, preference? Yeah, actually, wow, okay, okay. Yeah. Give us some Why detail so? behind that. Um, because I knew that he could understand what I had going on versus dating somebody who doesn't have kids and who's like, every weekend, let's go do this. And I'm like, well, no, nah. mm. I got my baby at home. I can't just get up and leave because you want to go hang out. That's not how that works. Mm-hmm. So I would just prefer to date somebody who knows what I have to deal with and who can understand what my struggles may be from time to time being a mom. So that would make sense too, because I mean, if you already got a kid, you want to make sure that the person that you're going to be in a serious relationship with can help take care yeah. of a kid. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So I mean, what better example if they already if they already got one? Otherwise, I, I think it would probably be a, a real roll of the dice, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, one of my biggest concerns, though, just personally, again, going back to my story, is always like, especially you know, just because because men are just these creatures, mm-hmm. very territorial, very dominant, especially depending on what type of man you have in your life. And that can get tricky as it relates to raising a family and a man wanting to have domain in his home. Mm-hmm. So just in general, like, did y'all have to establish boundaries as it relates to like you guys' relationship to make sure that you were still able to be the head of your household and able to make all decisions around the kids that were in your your household, Dion? So I feel like there, I didn't really establish any boundaries, um, you know, because I follow the word. So I'm just more so kind of like, Whatever is going to happen is going to happen. And I'm more so obedient to making sure that I just play the role that I'm supposed to play organically, not like I'm choosing a role or I want things to go a certain type of way. Um, So for me, it just was like, let me execute on what I'm supposed to do first before I try to worry about anybody else or anything else and what the way something needs to happen. But I think that also, too, when you get into a serious relationship um, and you know what direction you want to go in, you know how you want things to go. I think you have to have a certain level of maturity as well. So for me, like, so now I got a kid with one woman and then I'm in a relationship with another woman. My whole thing is, is, okay, cool. So how do I make sure that she's okay and she doesn't feel like there's no value there or I'm disrespecting her, you know, and I had a child with her or, you know, I'm, I, don't, I don't want nobody to feel indifferent. But at the same time, if I'm with this woman, she has to have you know, she has to feel like there's supercision in regards to both parties. And so mm. my thing is, I just made sure that I try to keep a balance in between. So like with that young lady being at a level of maturity, I say, hey, listen, we're not going to argue about our child. We're going to make sure that we do the things the right way. I'll pay what I need to pay. I'll do what I need to do to take care of my child. I'm with somebody else. This is her. If y'all ever want to talk, we can all figure it out. We can do a group text, whatever we have to do. I just think that Things get hairy and things get ugly and things don't go the way they're supposed to go when people are not necessarily handling relationships from a mature perspective. It's like you have to run directly in the direction that you need to go in if you want things to be successful. Like most people try to avoid conversations. It's like, bro, you got a whole child with that person. You can't avoid conversations and not answer the phone or when you do talk to them, you get an attitude and you acting out of control. And if you're with somebody else, let's try to get together and say, hey, listen, let's talk. Let's figure out how we can co-parent, you know, and that's something that we're dealing with now because, you know, the mother of my child, she's now married, then I'm mm. married. And so we all got to figure out how to how to co-parent the best way possible because we got all these children in between us. So now it's like I had one. She already had one. So we came together with two. Then we had our own. So now that's three. The mother of my child, she didn't got married and she got kids. So it's like we got these two separate households, all these kids. Everybody want to be brother and sister. Kids just want to be kids and have fun. Right, right. So now it's like if you don't parent the way you're supposed to parent, now you're taking away from children being able to be raised and just having fun and just being able to be kids. Before we know it, y'all know we know it's like then you grown. And it's like when, when you raised like kind of like I was raised South side of Chicago, same with my wife. We didn't, we didn't have the most fortunate upbringing and backgrounds and, and households. It's like, I grew up in a broken home. I only, I didn't meet, I didn't, I only met my dad a few times. So it's just like, how do you really like put yourself before the kids? And so I think that there is a lot of friction and, and frustration that comes from relationships because people are not necessarily being responsible as parents and as individuals and being mature enough to have the conversation they need to have. Wow. So I, I want to ask you this real quick. Cause, um, and this is on Couture side, right? So you got this this man that you that you had a former relationship with, you had a kid with. 
uh, I'm going to kind of tell you what, what was in my situation. So <laughs> when I was coming up, it was just me and my mom for many years, right? Yep, yep. Maybe I was like four years old. Then she meets this guy, you know, and I guess, you know, they fall in love, that kind of thing. He becomes my stepdad. And uh, I just remember asking my mom for something. I can't remember what it was, but she it was just like a no. And when I went to school, you know, I'm like six, seven years old, I went to school. I was trying to think of all these ways we could get this money, right, <laughs> yeah, to get yeah. this thing. Mm-hmm. So I go to my mom and I'm like, yo, and I've never had never really asked about my dad anything, not too much. But I'm like, now I'm asking questions I'm like, yo, you know, like, does my dad pay child support? Because now I'm trying to find out where, we, where, where this money going to come from. Yeah. And I'm asking her about this because that was my solution to getting what I want. Hey, let's get this dude who I don't know, but I know I heard around, you know what I mean? (laughs) That these guys, they got to contribute financially. And then my mom and my stepdad was, he was around too. And they was basically like, no, we don't need him. You know, don't worry about him. We don't want his money. And their strategy was, let's just pretend this dude don't exist. Mm -hmm. Let's not get no contribution from this dude. So I'm curious, like, what was you guys' strategy in terms of the financial aspect of what, you know, uh, your your former relationship or, you know, that guy he was supposed to bring to the table? Um, So Jordan is my son. Pull, pull, Pull the mic up, too. Just in case, yeah. Jordan, um, that's my son, um, my 13-year-old. His dad was paying child support. I didn't have him on papers through the court, but he was paying child support. He would give me child support every two weeks um, once he got paid. And that's just how we did it. We did that up until I think he was age nine. And at this point, he doesn't pay anything. Um, Granted, thankfully, thank God that we are um, efficient enough to where we don't need the extra income but I mean, I think when it comes down to that kind of stuff, it just really depends on what works for your household um, and how you want to navigate that situation. So he, he saw them checks coming in. He said, I ain't sending y'all like damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I see what the hell going on over there. I, I mean, we we've it's, it's never been a case where it that was a need. I just yeah. think that that was just something that they because that was worked out before I even came yeah. into the picture. And so for me, I didn't it. Well, it didn't matter whichever way it went. Like, I've always been the one where it's like, we good. Like, even when, like, you know, when, because there was a time where I lived in Chicago, then the mother of my child relocated with my daughter in Atlanta before I moved here. And when my daughter would come home for the sun, I'm like, listen, anytime she come home, don't send her with nothing. Like, she don't need nothing. I'll go shopping. I'll buy yeah. all new stuff. Like, we would literally go like, during the like, summer before she got there yeah. and just buy all her stuff for her. Like, don't, like, I don't, I, like, we good. And we talking about somebody who, who like I'm talking about? I find pride in paying my child support. Like I, I want to take care of my child, and I, and I agree. Like we was like, hey, because it was a point in time where, where things were rough when she was going through like her marital stage, and she just didn't want to talk, and stuff was just rough, and it was just like, okay, cool. And she like, all right, well, you know, like let's do this stuff the, the court route. I'm like, all right, well, cool, let's go to court. Mm. And so we went to court and just did it the right way, did it the legal way, so that way. It was, and I think it was just also too. And again, this is about being mature. If I don't know what was going on at the household, but it could have been a situation where somebody was like, "Hey, listen, let's just let's do things legal. Let's do it the right way, so that way there ain't too many extra conversations that need to be had." And so I said, "Look, I'm, I'll support whatever we're going to do. Let's just do, let's do it, so that way whatever we need to do to to make sure we get on the same page the right way." So we talk about somebody that's still paying child support, still got your daughter coming home, still executing, taking helping my wife, and, and you know what I'm saying, taking care of our son. So I'm still making sure that everything is running, everything is sufficient. Like I'm just doing what I'm supposed to do. You know, they, you know, a lot of people say, you know, good guys finish last. I don't believe that. I don't believe that. I, I feel like if you do what's right, you're going to get what was deserving and what's supposed to come to you. 
And you got to focus on what you're doing instead of focus on what other people are doing. And the kids primarily live with you guys. Y'all are both the primary like parents of both of the kids. Like they both live with you, with you guys. The boy and the four-year-old. And then we have the the fifth, the, well, she's 14. We have her every other weekend. Okay. Yeah. I want to ask you, do you think that based upon where the child predominantly lives, that parent, should they have more of the say-so of what happens, you know, in the the actual, like, the decision-making of the child? Is, is, is that typically how it goes? That's, it's, it's hard to say. I think that depends on the situation. Um, if you have two people who are willing and capable of co-parenting mm. the correct way, then the decision-making can come down to y'all making that decision together. It becomes hard when you have two individuals, not even two individuals, you may have one of the parents who just don't want to co-parent and they feel like they have the last say-so and it is what it is, which it makes it hard. It makes it very, very hard, but that's just sometimes how the cookie crumbles, unfortunately. I just think that people need to, especially when you have kids and you have multiple kids and you have these these situations to where now your kid is going to one household and that's a full, full household and they're still blended there. Your household is blended. Everybody just needs to be able to come together for the betterment of that child. And then we all make a decision together on what's best for that child, not you making a decision or we making a decision because... We just want to be assholes, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah, that kind of goes back to what you were saying. I, yeah, and I was, I was just going to say, um, it's kind of like a situation of nobody wants to be left out. Let's just call it real. Like if, let's just say if you had a child and the mother went and let's just say took your, took your kid out of public school and put him in private school. <clears throat> and it was like, hey, yo, this kid is in private school. I need an extra $500 a year from you. You can be like, wait, 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 wait. Wait, what, when did that come when, about? When, what happened? Right. Yeah. What are you ta- What are you talking about? The kid was The kid was okay in public school. Well, no, this is happening. Well, why you didn't Why you didn't talk to me about it? Right. So it's just a concept of everybody just needs to be involved. We need to make decisions together. It's not fair for you to make a decision now. I, now here, listen. If you got some, you got a parent that's just not around and not involved. That's oh, different. that's different. But if you got somebody gotcha. that's trying to be a part, want to be in a child's life. Yo, let's make some decisions. Even if you just running it by me. Hey, listen, just want to let you know, I don't need, it ain't just not about money, but I'm taking the kid out of public school because they doing, they doing horrible and I'm putting them in private school. This is a decision that I chose to make and this is a bill that I'm going to front, but I need to let you know so that way you know that your child is going to have a better education, X, Y, and Z. Now that gives you the opportunity to make a decision to contribute. So mm-hmm. which you should step up to the plate and say, well, no, nah, that's my child. If that's a decision that you feel like as the mom is a better decision, then I'm going to support that. And how much is the tuition? Send me the paperwork. And then I'll, I'll just send you half every month. Let's just, let's just do it the right way. That's it. I don't feel like nobody should be left out. Now, in this relationship dynamic, because uh, you talked about people not being left out, right? But, you know, you still got a certain way that you guys do things. Mm. So when you got your kids, you know, spending time with the, the other part of their family, and let's say they may not be doing something as, you know, quite the way that you would do it. How do you go about having a conversation with, with the other party? Oh yeah, we deal with that all the time. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, we deal with that, that all the time. Regularly, it's so for me, um, it's more of a con- conversation with me and like you know our oldest, which is obviously she's about to be fifteen, and she's already told me two weeks ago she's an adult. 
Right. Mm-hmm. So, so this is what you're dealing with, bro. Uh, <laughs> and so, you know, she comes over and she'll say, you know, this is what I'm doing. I say, listen, what happens here is, is what's happening here. And what you're doing over there is what you do over there. I'm not concerned about that house. That's not my house. You got to think like there's ain't no man going to tell me what I'm going to do in my house. Ain't no, ain't no, you don't run my house. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm not going to try to run yours. Whatever your mama told you over there is what you do over there. Whatever your mama tell you over here is what you do over here. Mm-hmm. But, but to me, it's like, even still in that, I just look at the bigger picture. It's beautiful that you got to think, bro, you got four parents. I think that all four of us here probably sitting here probably really only had one. Mm-hmm. Consistently. Right. right about that. What we, what we, I, I think that because of what a lot of us 80s and 90s babies went through in our times, we're growing up and we're saying, I don't want that for my kids. Because people teach you two things, either what to do and what not to do. That's it. So when you were when you were raised and you, you grew up, like either your parents was together and they taught you to stay together and put family dynamics and stuff like that, or they wasn't together and you might have said, oh, well, I don't want that because I don't like the way it made me feel as a child. I always wonder what my mom or what my dad was, and that's not a good feeling. So, you know, people have their season and their reason. And they teach you what to do and what not to do. So like my father, he, for him never being around, it taught me to be around. So now, you know, you got these younger generations of people that were never raised with they, with most of us non-existent fathers. And now the number one goal for us is if we have kids to be in our, our children's lives, like that's like the main goal. And so like, for me, it's like, what happens here? Let's just focus on what's happening here and whatever's happening there, respect that as well. Like I have a good relationship with the mother of my child's husband. So we talk consistently all of the time, you know, just to kind of keep things cordial and also to keep things in an orderly fashion. Because, you know, most of the time women just emotional. So Mm -hmm. things can just go haywire. Mm -hmm. Whereas we just, us men, we just like, hey, bro, what we doing? You picking up? You picking up? Okay, you got it. You got it. Okay, cool. We meet here. What we doing? And it's just, all right, cool. Bet. All right. Holler at you later, brother. It's just a it's just a regular cool relationship. Okay, so Dion, you talking about some real man shit, some real mature Facts. shit right now. So I want to ask you this because, yeah. like you said, women can be emotional. Mm-hmm. So before your former relationship, uh, before your 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 former lady or the, I guess what well, your your child's mom, yep. had uh her new relationship before mm-hmm. that. So now, you know, this is when she sees you and your beautiful wife. She yeah. sees y'all, you know, doing well. She sees that you, even though things are not perfect, you still keeping things in order, keeping yeah. things in place. It's all yeah. great. Things are great. A really great man does. Yeah. So how did, like, what was the, uh, how do you, what's the word for, how do you make sure that the relationship stays co-parenting and that it doesn't go any further? Because I would personally imagine that if a woman that you had a past relationship with, she sees you maturing and growing and developing all of these ways and taking care of your kid to the best of your ability and making sure she's straight mm-hmm. and straightened out, right? Mm-hmm. I can imagine that that could, you know, breathe some level of desire, mm-hmm. you know? So so how mm-hmm. did you make sure as a man that you keep the relationship as co-parenting and nothing else? It's, I'm, I'm going to give a response that is not going to be... Um, yeah, Mrs. Cooper, close your ears. It's just not going to be a normal response. Um, and I say that because I consider myself a contrarian where I don't move by, you know, popular beliefs. I am, I am contrary to the belief system. And so the way that I was able to stay focused, regardless of any desires, whether it was mother of my child or any other woman that desires, you know, a man of my stature um, at 32 years old, and I'll tell my age, I'm, I just turned 39. Um, uh, for the people that's probably wondering, like, how old is this dude <laughs> anyway, right? I uh, just turned 39. And when I was 32, I, was, I went through a transitional phase in my life where 
Um, this is when uh, we had broke up for the time we broken up. And I just felt like I just needed to get me together. I just felt like I was going through a time where um, I wasn't doing things right. I wasn't treating people right. And I think that I had a, I was, I was power tripping based on my finances. Like, you know, doing six figures, you know, tomorrow in your mid twenties, I got two cars, I got a house. I mean, did what I wanted to do, going back and forth to Miami every couple months, going to live on Sunday, spending thousand dollars, living reckless. I just felt like I was, I was not holistically together from a spiritual perspective. And so I went to church, baptized. I was in church every Sunday by myself. I didn't need nobody to be with me because this was a spiritual journey that I had took myself on. And so in that moment and in that time frame, I had made a vow to God that um, no matter what woman I got with on a going forward basis, that I was going to make sure that I stayed committed, I stayed faithful, and I did what I needed to do to lead in the right direction from a, from a man and a male perspective. And so... Um, that's kind of like how I fought off all of those demons because it really wasn't about the fleshly desires. It was more so about just staying in spiritual alignment in order to make sure that I was leading my house in the right direction because I had led my house in the wrong direction. It was chaotic, like you said. Like now my daughter's like, hey, where's mommy at? Uh, I remember riding in the car one day and uh, you know my son was in the backseat and he was like, so why did you and mommy argue? And I was just like, bro, this stuff was just breaking. Uh, you could break you down when you got kids and you, you create these little versions of you and then they asking, they asking questions as if they're adult and you're like, what the hell? Mm -hmm. And you think to yourself like, what are they listening to? What did they see? What did they hear? Yeah. you like, damn, I thought we had the door closed when we were talking about that mm -hmm. we had that argument. No, bro, they are tuned and locked in. So for me, regardless of any, and trust me when I tell you, like I have dealt with some of the craziest, you know, let me try to get them type of stuff. I'm talking about text messages, phone calls, DMs, it's crazy. And so my thing is I stay focused because I feel like there's value in what I have and I don't want to jeopardize it, you know, uh, anymore. I, that's just where I'm at. So there's nothing or any woman that could potentially come in and ruin what I have. Cause I think that when you look at relationships, I think that there's three things that will keep people together or break people apart. I think it's infidelity and finances. And I think it's children. Like if you have a child, either that's going to make you stay together or it's going to break you. Mm -hmm. Like like children, it, it do something weird to the people that's in when you're in a relationship. If your finances is not right, that can cause you to, to break. One person may feel like they're pulling too much weight and vice versa, regardless of whether you're married or not. You know, we've all seen this stuff happen. And the infidelity, like can you keep your pants on? Mm -hmm. That fleshly desire is crazy, bro. Like it's, it's really crazy. And I'm not saying being a man that is... You don't you don't have flashbacks or you don't think about certain stuff or you don't you don't be like God like 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 you could just be like I could be anywhere and 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 see an attractive woman but it's like I have to just stay focused because it's like what does that look like bro right it's like what does that look like so you be having flashbacks <laughs> that's what yo well, well, see, I try not to laugh no, that's really that's, think, that's really what they do I think that, that's, that's how they think they really got me thinking like that it's, it's, like, it's, just, it's just it's just memory I caught it so you be like, having, but like, let me think let me, about this though think about this think about Think about somebody of, of my magnitude. And this is why I always check myself. I always tell my wife, and she can admit this, anywhere I go, I always say, this is what we've done. Like, I always say, this is what we've done. I've never really said, yeah. like, this is the money that I make because I'm just trying to keep myself yeah. grounded. Like, I just want to keep myself grounded. But just, just think about that. Think, like, think about my mindset. It's like, yo, being a multimillionaire and thinking that you can, you can have anybody, you can have anything, you can go anywhere, you can buy anything. But it's like, you're like, all right, cool. I just got to do it with this one person. All right, cool. But most people, they can't handle that. Mm -hmm. you you're like, Hell no. bro, no. I could buy anything. Like, I, like it, was a, it was a guy 
And I don't read a lot of the comments on my Instagram, but it was a guy that commented and he at me on somebody else's post. So I'm like, well, why are you at me on somebody else's post? So I went on, I think it was Will Post. Will posted something about him and David and the money, the money that David made. And we was all talking in front of the Lambos. And I commented like, yo, that was like super fire. And the dude was like, that was super crazy cap. Like y'all capping, y'all not making the money y'all making. And I'm just thinking to myself like, bro. And he was like, you, not only you can't even afford one of those Lambos, let alone three. I'm like, bro, I really can't afford all three. <laughs> Why would I, yeah, it's crazy. I don't even know why you people get that a lot. Yeah, like, it's crazy. Like, it's like, so even to just think you in a position to be able to bat, like, like me and my wife was talking the other day and we were talking about the house and somebody had, she was like, this person just paid for their house cash. I'm like, I mean, I could buy a house cash, but I, I don't think that that's a good financial decision. Me being in financial literacy doesn't make sense to me. Right. Like I need to take my money and put it into other parts of my business and other business investments. Like it don't like make it make sense. Like yeah. even to the point to where it's like me and my wife was having a conversation. We were texting the other day and she like, y'all want some tacos. And I'm like, well, book a flight to Mexico. Like, let's just go get tacos then. It's like, bro, I am doing stuff that people can't do. Like regular, this ain't regular people shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I'm able to do this and it's like, you have to find some way to control yourself, bro. Like, Otherwise, you'll lose it all. The, the, the fastest you get it, the quicker he'll take it away. Mm -hmm. Now, so, I like so, how y'all... So, hold on, I, I just want to add to this. Yeah. Did, did baby moms ever try to position herself in any way to make herself attractive? I don't think so. Aww. But see, my wife be seeing stuff I don't be seeing. I don't be... Sometimes, I don't see stuff. She be... It she go be, over his head. Yes, yeah, so I don't be know it. Yeah, 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 you asked the wrong person that question. Yeah, it go <laughs> way. So, that's the right person, yeah. No, she didn't. No, me and her actually had a relationship. Like, okay. a really good relationship. Well, okay, she, we she share the same it. birthday. So wow, and we had a don't y'all say that. <laughs> <laughs> we had a really good relationship up until a few months ago, and I don't really know what happened, but you know, it is what it is. So when it comes to this, because this is a tricky part too. I grew up actually with a stepfather in my house too, and I know how one important aspect that's always tricky with any step parent, especially a father who's typically the disciplinarian of his home, is disciplining the children, right? So what was, I guess, what was, uh, how did that look in you guys' household? Like, how did you guys introduce that to the children? Does, do you just pull back completely and not discipline the kids? Or is it like a strategy to that? Let me take that one. <laughs> <laughs> so, so like, I'm like still kind of like a kid a little bit, you know, I've always been raised and I, my mama bought me everything. And so I bought them everything. And so, and so when you don't do, like, I was, I'll tell my son, like, pick a new, we, I'm going to just buy him like new ATVs and dirt bikes and stuff. And so it was just like, they don't, there's nothing that they don't have really. And so it's like, when you do bad, I just take all that shit away. Like, give me your bro. Like, give everything. me everything. Give everything. me, bring me the whole computer. Phone. Bring yeah. me the whole computer. Everything. You ain't leaving the monotone stuff. I told, I told him once, I said, look, I'll take the TV off the walls and it's, you keep acting a fool. Like, wow. I just take everything. Cause they, the they, is that, they love that stuff. And for him, he doesn't act a fool. He just have a hard time sticking to his chores. That's his issue. He he's not he's not a bad kid. He don't do anything like crazy and off the wall. Kids will be kids, mm -hmm. but he has a really hard time with doing what he's told in regards to chores and remembering to get it done. That's his issue. What's some first world discipline going on over yeah, here? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and think about this too. You know, um, just from a man perspective, being a natural innate leaders that we are. Children fear us anyway. Yeah. I mean, not saying that they're supposed to, you know, whatever, because the only person that's supposed to be feared is technically God, but it's like, there's a natural level of respect. And so it's just kind of like, 
If you're doing what you got to do. Yeah, like you, like yeah, if you're doing what you got to do for sure. And so it's like, we don't like we don't have to whoop children. Like, oh, you just have a conversation with them, and if you're gonna do what you' supposed to do, or you just going, I'm just gonna take your stuff. And I think that taking away a child's you know belongings and stuff that make them happy that they love, like their cell phone, the video games, the computer. Like he's into like computer gaming, so taking that mouse and that keyboard and bro, you, it's, his life is shattered. But think about so if I physically abuse you, then now that's like now you now you're resenting me as a as a father figure on top of the fact that. If I whoop you at 1 p.m., by the time 7 p.m., you having fun, you back on a video game anyway. What we doing? Mm. It's yeah. the same repeated cycle. But like, <laughs> right. like, I'm a dog. So if I take your phone, I got that joint. You ain't getting it back until May. Holler at me in May, player. Holler at you in May? I ain't never doing whatever it is I did. I'm never going to do it again. Like, I want you to think about this. It's like being in prison, bro. Don't don't act that with me, like. And see, I'm giving it back in two days. Like here, get your stuff. Yeah, that's what that's what the mama do. Stuff. That's what the mama yeah. do. Super soft. Yeah. When they feeling they better, you yeah, know, about the situation. I get tired. He be in my face too. Like, can I? Can I? Can I? No, like, no. get your stuff. Go. No. Like, now y'all y'all mentioned um what we built, which I like. I like to hear that from my married couples. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Now you know, Tarshawn and I are a partnership as well, just like you guys are a partnership. Now I know that you know we don't do the same things though. You know, we did the same things. You damn right. It wouldn't work out, right? <laughs> we, we, we're different people, right? Yeah, yeah. Different roles, so yeah. to speak. So I want to talk to you guys. What were what is the current role that you two play in the relationship now? And had it always been like that? Okay, so I'll be honest. It has not always been the way that it is now. Um, I think that there was some 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 maturity and some maturing that I had to do in order to get us where we was. Because remember, like I say, like. The man is the head, not the tail. So mm-hmm. we we guide and redirect the relationship. And so I just had to get to a point to where I think that as the breadwinner, I was just like, I can't keep using that as a form of like when I make mistakes or like doing what I want to do and stuff yeah. like that. Because I think that, you know, when you're the breadwinner, you think that it gives you uh, an, an excuse. Like that's a tool for it's an like excuse. It's like a control thing. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. Yeah, like okay. that. It's like and a control, so, that's toxic, control, yeah. Yeah, control yeah. mechanism. But, that, but, that's, but that's most men. Most yeah. men just... Be like, yo, like I'm making money and I do what I want to do. And I either you're going to roll with it or you, you I just yeah. I could replace like what you want to do. Wow. And so I had to I had to grow into becoming a different type of person from that aspect, uh, which which put me in a position where I had to drop my ego and focus on we go. That was it. So I was like, all right, cool. You can't really be about you, you know, and just focus on like we go and not ego. So I'm like, all right, cool. It's just as us. This is what we got. This is what we've built because I had to realize that. Uh, you know, every single piece of my success that I've had is because I have a really good supportive foundation at home. You know what I mean? And when, when you would pull that car, how did you how did you see your wife react to that? Or like what what was the it response was, from her? I mean, you can ask ask her. You know, I don't think that it was a good one. You know, I didn't like it. Um, I would tell him like you use that against me or like you use that to try to slap me in my face. And it's not it's not a good feeling because. Just because you're making the money does not mean that I don't do anything to contribute to our household. So mm-hmm. it's, it's very unfair for it to be said mm-hmm. because I do just as much as you. I just don't bring in the income. So mm-hmm. Directly. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what, was there any long term resentful resentment that was called from it or was it, you know, you kind of had to work through it a bit at a time or how did that how did that work? Long-term resentment. Or, did, yeah, did it impact the, you know, did it impact your willingness to be as vulnerable and still stay committed to the, the role that you had? At some point, yeah. Which, that that's another thing that played into, you know, us having to split to, it wasn't just 
him wanting to do what he wanted to do. It just, it had a lot to do with the way he spoke to me and me sometimes feeling, you know, belittled and stuff like that. So yeah, it's, it's just, after so long, you would just hope that the person that you're with is willing to grow. Mm. Yeah. And he's grown a lot. And I'm glad we're talking about this because I think that's what a lot of women are afraid to to put themselves in that vulnerable situation mm-hmm. where you are playing this role. Because the man at that point, I, I can imagine all men, you know, they especially the better they do, the the, the, the risk of them, Bro. you know, pretty much holding that over your head yeah. is probably insane. Bro. And I think a lot of women are very, uh, very, uh, yeah, just timid or... No, I mean, and, and, yeah. and honestly, I think I think it's just kind of normal that like if you kind of want this, I mean, this, you know, this is just kind of what it comes with. Right. Like if I get this kind of man, yeah. it just kind of comes with these certain things. Because, for example, I mean, right now, you know, Dion is in a position where, you know, you guys both obviously it's a marriage, you know, um, but Dion, gener- you know, he can generate, you know, millions of dollars. And most of those guys are going to feel like they have, they should have some privileges mm-hmm. that comes with that. I mean, what, what, what's your thoughts on that? Like, like, did you ever feel like in your mind, because I know a lot of women feel this way. Did you ever feel like if I was able to get a man like this, I'll be more open to him, you know, being able to have, you know, maybe like some fun outside the relationship no. or something. <laughs> was, that, was that never something? No, that was no absolutely not. No. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I had I had a woman one time uh-uh. try to take get me get somebody her. else to do it. Yeah, really? I ain't doing it. I had somebody try to take me from her, and she was like, "You should really give me a chance." She was like, "And I could submit to you, and I can do whatever you need me to do." She's like, "I know how you like it. I got you." And I just said, "I know like, how you like it." Damn. Right. <laughs> and she and I'm like, like right. <laughs> I said, you, "No, you lying. You lying." I said, "You just lying." Who said that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> she about to get exed out real, real bad. bad. <laughs> I was just like, I'm saying, I'm saying on the phone, like you lying. That's not you. Not gonna do none of that. You going to get me and act a fool. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like right. I'm cool. I'm good. Nah, it wasn't worth it. Nah. See, I, I, and I, man, I, I really respect that though, Dion, because I think it takes a lot. Many of the, the brothers that we've had on here, a lot of the successful brothers, they've all said that one of the challenges of having success and abundance is figuring out how to discipline yourself and be able to have these guardrails so you know not to go way too far left, way too far right, and you can stay headstrong even in abundance, even in privilege. And that's a difficult thing to do. And a lot of people, they say they want a million dollars, but if you get a million dollars, would you be ready for a million dollars? You know, or any level of abundance at that. Mm -hmm. And that's just like a personal decision that you've made. Funny thing is, we was at a bachelor party this weekend, kicking it with a bunch of guys. Nice, yeah. And we was having some real deep conversation, man. Oh, yeah. Because it was a big shout out to Juan Pablo. He's getting married, one of our mentors. And he was talking. We all started having bro talk around marriage and commitment. Mm. I found a few things interesting. One... I found that every brother in there damn near had a different definition of what commitment was. Oh, oh, yeah, it was insane. So we literally went around and we asked wow. everybody, like, what, like, who's in a committed relationship? Some people raising their hands, some people not raising their hand. And you ask them, like, what's, well, what's, what, what's committed? committed? Yeah, what, what does committed look like? He like, I mean, shit, I got an old lady, but you know, I'm slowed down on the fucking every now and then. That's committed. Yeah. I'm like, oh shit, that, that's committed. And you know, another dude committed, that's you know. crazy. Dude married. It, and, yeah, it means he's married. And exclusively, you know, dealing with this one woman. So everybody had this different definition behind, you know, commitment. Mm. And 
one of the brothers there, you know, very well established, getting money brothers. You, I ain't even about to, I ain't about to call his name. I'm, I'm gonna preserve this brother's brand. <laughs> but he was on that edge of things too, because he was like, "Yo, yeah, listen, I mean, I'm getting money, I'm doing this, so I should have the right to have a woman, and she should be okay. She should be a hundred percent okay mm. with X, Y, and Z going down because mm. she's gonna be taken care of this and that." Yeah, and mm. he was able to, you know, back his philosophy, you know. Biblically, <laughs> you know, back his philosophy in these different ways. What was the biblical? And Abraham, what, Abraham had many wives. Yeah, you know, right? <laughs> whatever dudes in the Bible have right, a bunch right, of wives. Right, right. <laughs> no, don't throw Abraham out on the bus either. Right, right, right. Preserve him. But see, that, so it's interesting because I, I, I understand how different men have different philosophies yeah. around how they should be able to move, especially as they have achieved the certain levels of success. Yeah. Well, if that's the case, you need to go and make sure you find somebody that's going to allow you to do those things because outside of that, if that woman is not allowing that to happen and you do it, that would dismantle your whole household. Mm. Your entire household. So yeah, I, I can say as, uh, you know, I, as I was on my way um, to what we would consider the top, and I still think that there's a ways to go because um, finances don't consider, don't, don't, you know, consider whether you are in your life. But I feel like there's still a lot of growing that I need to do. But I feel like prior to me getting to the point that I'm at now, I think that I was at that point, like where I was like, I, I felt like my income gave me an excuse to to go out and be with this person, be with that person. I mean, and she saw it firsthand. I mean, I'm I always found out. Yeah. So it was just like. I'm always. And it's I crazy. feel like yeah, it's always it's always an open case. That's why yeah. <laughs> it's always an open case. Yeah. And, and 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 it was like sometimes I, it was like sometimes it was just like it was even like disrespectful to the point where it's like forget it. I don't even care if you find out like you just gonna have to just deal with it. Yeah, and that's just mm. what it was. And then so you just you get to a point to where you mature. So for me, I feel like uh, you know being committed is almost kind of like um, uh, the word submit. It's kind of like when you submit, you you're, you're sub to whatever the actual journey is. So if the journey and the goal is to actually be together and stay together forever, that I'm going to submit to that. And so it's not necessarily submitting to the person. Like I submit to her, she submits to me. When you talk about submit, it's like I'm going to be sub, which is secondary to whatever the main goal is for the relationship. Mm, I like that. I, I want to. Um, so my ideal situation, I'm going to have me a woman that's also <laughs> full, you know, responsible for taking care of the home. That's my situation or that's my ideal situation. Now, a lot of women would, would would say, well, hey, what about this woman's dreams? What about her goals? What about things she wants to do? And in my mind, I'm like, dreams? Uh, <laughs> what about, what you dreaming about? Yeah, what you dreaming about? about these kids. Right, 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 right. So, so unfair. I, I, right. So I'm sure, I'm, okay. sure, I'm sure that's not okay, right? I'm sure it's not okay. So let me ask you, like, when a woman accepts the role of being the, the homemaker and taking care of all the things that come with that, what is she sacrificing? Mm. Her dreams, her goals, her desires. Um, she is sacrificing herself to make sure everybody else is okay. Mm. Um, and you have some women that do that the rest of their lives. I don't want to do that. But I get it. I get it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you do have some women that do it the rest of their lives and they don't never put themselves in a situation to where they can go out and do what it is that they feel like they wanted to do. 20 years ago or 30 years ago or however many years ago that it was. Here, here's, here's the uh, double-edged sword of, of that when you talk about relationships. 
the person that you may like get with or be when you get with somebody is not necessarily the person that you are five, 10 or 15 years That's later. So what you have to do is you have to be okay with you pivoting and allowing that person to adjust to those to the pivots in the direction that you want to go in. Mm-hmm. Then also too, that person has to be okay with receiving it too. Yeah. So like the person that she is today is not the person that I originally got with. Right. And so I, I think I've probably watched her change maybe twice in the last, you know, 12 years of being together. So now she's like, yo, I don't want to stay at the career no more, bro. I, that was fun. Granted, was cool. I loved it. Cause I you loved it, especially with my, my youngest baby. I loved being able to be at home with her. Mm. Um, I did send, put her in daycare at the age of six months, but to be able to drop my kids off at school, go pick my kids up from school, come back and have dinner and stuff made, clean my house and everything like that. I loved it. But I got to the point to where I'm like, okay, I'm tired. Um, He out here doing great. I want some of that. Mm. Like I want, I I, I want to be some of that. I want to be like that. Mm. I don't want to be exactly like that, but I want to meet my husband where he's at. And that's what I'm doing. Yeah. And, and so I have to adjust to that. Right. I right. got to adjust to, all right, cool. So what does this look like? And so it, it looks like she's been in school for nine months. You know, she just got past a state board exam to become an esthetician. And it's like for the last nine months, we were just trying to have to figure this thing out. So you got to, you got to think we just. Chaos. This as of tomorrow will be our one year anniversary living in Georgia. So that means that three months after we moved here. For the last nine months, we've been trying to still move in our house, still moving in. It's, it's chaotic still. And then, and then we shared our house with my mom because I was still building her house. Mm-hmm. And it's like, so now we we moving into a new house, just moved out of state, taking care of my mom, still trying to get our house situated. Now she's in school and we got all of the kids. It's like, it's just a lot of stuff going on. I'm still trying to run my business. And it's just like. I had to assume a different role. So now I'm dropping off kids and now I'm picking up kids and we just... We just trying to figure this thing out mm-hmm. and just making it work the best we can make it work. What's it called? It's like pitch and catch. Pretty much. Yeah. How does that's that it. affect you emotionally? I actually liked it. Okay. Because I, like I would say, I'm like, it's, it's crazy. Like, I just need to know what's going on so that way it doesn't interfere me running my business. But I enjoy being a fucking dad. Like, I ain't tripping, bro. Like, because I, I'm watching, I remember these kids when they were one and two. Like, this is crazy. Yeah. Like, we talking about our height now. Like, like talking about they liking the other sex and crazy. Like, so this is, mm-hmm. it is well, like, they, they, they adults. This ain't, <laughs> time, it's no right. time is gone, bro. Like I remember I was 24 yeah. when I had my kid, bro. I ain't 24 no more. Yeah. I ain't even 30. I'm, I'm banging on 40. So time is just rolling. It's like, it's like that even with the four year old, like, it's like I blinked and my baby ain't my baby. Mm-hmm. Like, She's four going on 24. Mm-hmm. She's not my baby no more. So you just want to soak up, like just soak up as much of it as you can. Cause it goes by so fast, mm-hmm. so fast. And you can't get it back. And let me ask you this, Dion. I, I, I want to know this too, for the fellas out here, that's kind of probably tinkering and not a hundred percent sure on their philosophy or kind of how they want to do things. Would you say that you making that commitment, Right. Did it have an effect? Hell yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I know what he's going to ask. I know what he's going to ask. Go ahead, bro. Did it have an effect on your paper? Yes, it did. Yeah. How so? Um, when I wasn't focused and I, let's just say, messing around with other women and multiple women and stuff like that, bro, that's time, energy, effort that, bro, you, I can't know. 
that's you are distracted, bro. You can't even focus. You got to yeah. you got to sit down. Like I tell all my non-married friends right now, especially the ones that's like they around me and they like, yo, bro, I need to get to the next level. Well, you need to find you a nice lady and you need to sit down with her. And if you trust her and you love her and you and you feel like you could be committed to her and she feels like, like you feel like she could be potentially the one, you need to marry her, bro. Like it, ain't no time limit on none of this stuff. Like if you feel like you got the one, go ahead and execute on that because it'll be better to come home to a home cooked meal, a clean house and somebody that you know gonna love on you and do right by you and ain't you ain't gonna wake up in you know your jeans have been ran through you know what I mean right, like right, right. you don't want to you don't want somebody dude setting you up and coming through the back door and she didn't say dude get you one good woman and sit down with her and then now you could you could just focus in on the actual task and then what happens is is you got somebody that actually supports your goals and supports your dreams and and all of the married fellas know like I know that are ultra successful that woman is really giving you superpowers bro. Like to hear somebody say, you're doing an amazing job. You're doing good. Thank you for taking care of us. Thank you for taking care of the family. It makes you just want to go and just continue to just dominate the day, dominate the week, dominate the year. And like I always say, dominate the decade. You feel me? Like, because it's like, bro, I got somebody that's in my corner, somebody that I can trust. Most men ain't being vulnerable. So it's like, at what point in time are you going to be able to take off your cape and say, this is what I'm going through so that you can get recharged and you can get, you know, you can get that abundance or you can go out there and do it again tomorrow. Because a lot of us, as you know, especially as black men, we're getting beat up. Every day we're dealing with a zoo, it's a circus, we're getting our head beat up. You got to be able to come home, lay your head down and know that everything is okay so you can go in here and go attack the next day. Mm. So you're saying that these young men need to have, and, and more specifically in your strategy, these, you're telling these rich, successful men to go ahead Marry, well, getting these non-prenuptial agreement-based marriages. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you tell them to do. Huh? Hey, hey, listen. We, I, ain't, I, ain't, I ain't trying to get on video saying that. I ain't trying to get that on the record. Keep, keep that on record. Because my boy, my boy Dion got an interesting, he got an interesting philosophy on them prenuptial agreements. That's because he chose wisely. That's why. Yeah, that's because he chose wisely. No, in fact, no, that's because he vetted for nine years. Right, 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 right. You know, It's like, take your time, but don't take too long, brother. The thing yeah. about it is that I didn't even pressure him into marriage. Yes, like, you did. No, I did not. Bro, we were. What, 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 what she said? We go over it, go over here. Go over We had moved into our new house. We, was, we had just got engaged. She said, I don't want to go into the new year without being married. I'm that's like, not a pressure. Oh. No, that's okay. pressure. We were already that's engaged. Pressure. We were already that engaged. Pressure. But we were engaged. That's not a pressure. That's not a pressure. We were engaged. I got you, dude. Oh, well. Hold on, look. Watch this. <laughs> that's it's, not a pressure. It's some people that's engaged right now. That's their problem, not mad. <laughs> that's their problem, it's a people, not mad. It's a people that's and they engaged. may be engaged because they got some issues going on within their situation, True. too. But, but if, a, if that woman comes to that man and say... I don't want to go into the new year not being married. She, may run, she may run him that's, off. That's pressure. That's pressure. That's not pressure. Because guess that's what pressure. you could have said? Well, baby, I want us to have an actual wedding, so let's wait. And I'd have been like, okay. No, no, no. So oh, I said, okay. no, she she wanted a wedding. And I, I didn't care for a wedding. And I said, you go get one or two things. Either you can get a new house or you can get a wedding. We not doing both. We was at the courthouse and with a new house. We was house. at the courthouse. Yeah. That's not like financial. And I have a problem with that. Right there. Because yeah. I, I, hey, round I mean, of applause you know. on that one right there, Q. Right, 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 right. <laughs> Shout out to the smart financial decisions being made yeah. with the wedding, the, the home over the wedding ceremony. Yeah. Bro, we went to court and went to the restaurant and we was, well, we That's probably it. spent $1,000. 
We had a party the day after because it was okay. It was, yeah, it was it was New Year's twenty five hundred. Yeah, but it was like we had a really good time. Yeah, no, and then spent a whole lot of money. That's a we fact. had a really good time. So did y'all do something with the family, like reception wise, something like that? At our house, we had a house party. House party, yeah, because yeah. we, like we got married. Anyway. Mansion, the, huh? Yeah, we got married the day <laughs> before uh, New Year. Yeah. And we had a house party the next day. Everybody came over. Yeah. We had a really good time. Yeah, we had a good time. That's man, that's beautiful, man. Shout out to you, man. You you have literally proved uh, a lot of a, a lot of what's going on in the in the in the chamber of of the relationship space. Saying you. that um, you know these a woman with a child can't get a rich man. That's See? a damn lie. That's <laughs> a damn lie. Look at that because she figured out how to pull it off. Yep. Listen, that's the coaching program you need to drop nah. right here because ladies, <laughs> because the ladies want they want to tune in. I hate when people say that though. Do that. Nobody is gonna want you because you got kids. I, who was that? That's crazy. Kevin Samuels. That's crazy. He did say that. God rest his soul. God rest his soul. God rest his soul. Be with him. I do got one more question. Just, just, just one more at least. Because, um, you know, you you do meet, you know, men have wives or men in a relationship, <laughs> and just from my experience, I think not all women present themselves uh, in in a way that I would say this is a wife. You know, mm. and one thing I say about you, Mrs. Cooper, is that that's you. You do that, mm-hmm. and and I found that over time with my interaction with you. You're a little bit more open. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I think that I, I think that's what a wife does. Like a wife is not gonna be all like, I don't know you, dog. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I know you know my man, but I don't know you. Yeah. You know what I mean? But what would you advise the the young wives out there or the or the women that are, you know, in these serious relationships? What are some ways that they can present themselves where the other men that come around their spouse respects them as a wife? Um, first and foremost, I will say the way you dress can say a lot. Mm. Um, I'm not going to lie. Years ago, like when we were originally coming up, I didn't dress the best. Um, I dressed the way I felt like I wanted to dress. Um, and then once I had my daughter, that kind of switched because I'm like, I don't want her to see me in a certain way and think that it's okay to carry herself that way. So I would say that it's really all about the way that you carry yourself, um, the way that you speak, and then the way that you interact with the other uh, the other sex. Um, some men may think that you're taking it too far the way that you interact with them. So just be careful with that because mm-hmm. you don't want them to look at you crazy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I agree with that. That's a fact. Well, listen, man, I appreciate y'all for coming up on here and giving us game giving our people some game, sharing y'all stories and opening up your home to the people. Hopefully y'all got some game here so y'all can avoid some mistakes or go about taking (laughs) some of this, put it into y'all relationship to have a better one. And as y'all know, before we can really get this money or have a legacy, we got to have a strong family. And I appreciate what you guys have done and what you guys have built and are still building. And as a matter of fact, I want you guys to let them know where they can get in contact with you. Yeah, so... Uh, you guys can follow me on Instagram at Mr. Phenomenal Power uh, on Facebook uh, as Dion Coopwood, and then all of my other platforms. It's the same at Mr. Phenomenal Power on uh, TikTok and all those other uh, YouTube, social media platforms. TikTok, Instagram, all that, Facebook. all that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So either, either one of those, you can find me. And so, if, you know, you guys need to get contact with me. That's how you can find me. And I do everything mindset, financial literacy. So. Need to get your money right. Need to get your bag. I need to get your credit in order. I'm the guy to come see. That's yeah, step one before uh, a relationship. Yeah. They can get all that right before yeah. you <laughs> start. Listen, right. stop dating these people 
without asking what they credit score is, okay? Start right there, family. <laughs> and listen, if you feel like she or he is the one and they not got they they don't got their finances or their credit in order, then be willing to be patient and help them along the way. Get them mm. the keys to success. And Mrs. Cool, well, tell these ladies how you can get them right because they they need they need help with how they look. <laughs> yeah, wife training coming soon. Yeah, yeah, right, right. <laughs> wife training coming soon. <laughs> So you guys can find me at Mrs. Phenomenal Power that is on Instagram. You can also find me on Instagram at Skinful Beauty. Actually, it's Skinful underscore Beauty, and that's S K Y N F U L underscore Beauty. Yeah, yeah. And listen, that's how you know it's a great relationship because she got to take the last name and the handle. That's true submission. Y'all women having them little double last names and them whole different Instagram handles. She ain't really rocking with you, Blair. She ain't committed, committed. Hey, she got she got one of them backup dudes, you know? One of them backup. Hey, but listen, thank y'all for tuning into another episode of Harley and this year. We are out. <laughs>